Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 12th of July, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 669. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurroy is here. Job, I am looking forward to all of the sex games you've been playing this week. That all was your homework of, for last week? 669. The big yeah. 669. Been playing nice. all the sex games. Yeah. What a list Good thing it's have. Steam Summer Sale. They're all on sale this week. I can buy them all on a different account. So nobody Why? can know. Ah. Yeah. Except all of my OnlyFans subscribers. Because they Show get a fans. live stream of me jacking it as I play... What was it called? Dungeon... I looked at that Welcome one. Welcome to the dungeon or something. <laughs> so was it called? I was Take like... Me to the dungeon. I was, I was like committed to this, this silly joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I went looking through the not safe for work tag in, in Steam. Yeah. Uh, and that was the one on top of the list of like most popular or something. And oh. uh, I started flicking through like the gameplay and I was like, you know what? I'm good. This is... <laughs> Fucking <laughs> like, hell. Because th- it's the deck building one, right? Maybe. I don't know. I think the dungeon one's a deck building game. Um. And I started looking at like some of the cards that you could get. And I was like, this just kind of seems like not like the, I don't know. It just didn't seem like there was a lot going on. But then you go into like the reviews and or the, the, the discussion board and people are talking about how good the game is and like talking about the actual mechanics of it. And you're like, are you, I can't tell if these people are serious or yep. what is going on here. Anyway, um, so I spent like a good 15, 20 minutes looking at this stuff. Uh, for research purposes yeah, yeah, of this yeah, podcast yeah. Uh, and I was like you know you know what I, I, I'm good this is a funny joke that I was very close to doing yep. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm okay yeah uh, yeah I also did not actually play any I guess they're called H games hmm. I believe is what they're called uh, amongst the the I don't know purveyors with an emphasis on the uh syllable perv hmm. of, oh there's nothing uh, wrong these, if you want to play games. those games you play those games you do it to it right except Go for it i'm looking at this one this take me to the dungeon one and i don't know she's uh age wise looks a little bit fucking a little bit like oh no she's a 300 year old demon trapped in a 14-year-old's body or some shit, and you're like, oh, boy. I don't know about all that. Anyway, 669. 669 um, makes me think of that fucking Little John song, except he doesn't say that. He says 369, doesn't he? Get low. Maybe. Get low. Get low, get low, get low. Uh, so, anyway, uh, <clears throat> you watched Mission Impossible, right? I did. Yeah, I went to um, opening day, opening Saturday. Opening Saturday. It was jammed packed. Yeah, right. Uh, So everyone's enthusiastic about, I don't know, fucking Tom Cruise. He gets butts on seats, I guess, you know? Yeah, um, I guess we'll see, right? That was, it's hard to tell because it was opening day, like how. Right. I haven't looked at how it did, but. um, Oh, it's, it's not out in the US yet. Well, shit. Let's go. Let's, anyway. let's do spoilers for the our US listeners. 
Yeah, fuck you. Um, it's only part. No, I, I, th- I think it's gonna do okay. I don't know of like it's not gonna do Top Gun numbers, obviously. No, but it'll. Um, I think it'll do well. It might do the best out of all of the, um, the mission films. All right, real quick, rank the mission films. Go, rank. Ah, oh, go. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven. That is insane. That is the craziest fucking ranking I've ever heard in my life. So, <laughs> in ascending order. So to, in ascending. So what? One's the worst one. No. Um, two, either one's the worst, which is wrong, or two is your second favorite, which is also wrong. Okay. I've it, got to look at like a picture of all of these. Either of those options is wrong. All I know is that two is last. All right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's not very good. Went back and watched it like a year ago. Went, yeah. We watched them all. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, if anything, that movie didn't get enough shit. That movie should have deserved more shit than it got. It did have some top tier action sequences, but so much fucking slow-mo that it was out of control. So much slow-mo. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh yeah, way too much. No, so I think, I think we're going in reverse order. So I think Fallout is the best one, um, which is the last one that came out, right? And then, um, uh, what was the one with the uh? It's either it's a very close tie between like Rogue Nation and then the one before that, Ghost Ghost Protocol. Protocol. Yeah, um, because I. Spoilers, Rogue Nation sort of slightly ties into, um, fuck, Fallout. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so uh, I think they're very good. And then from there, it's kind of, you have a choice. Pick your pick your films. Uh, three, three, one, two. Is that, yeah. Did I get them yeah. all? Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a... And, oh, and um, then the new seven. one, yeah. seven... Uh, seven's in there with like Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol around there somewhere it's the sloppiest fucking rankings I've ever heard in my life look the problem is that they're all like they're I think in terms of action films or even just films in general like they're all they're all pretty good films except for the second one right mm. and so it's, it's like we're ranking John Wick again whereas sure. like I would watch all of them because they're all really good films. Hmm. Um, and I think the same is said for Mission Impossible. It, it's one of the best action franchise, or the, one of the breast, best... Breast? Breast? Uh, hey, 669. Franchises. <laughs> we keep slipping them in. Uh, <laughs> oh, slip it in. Uh, oh. So, some of the best franchises in uh, that we've got, not just action films. I think it's... Like, there's, what, one bad one out of hmm. seven? Yeah. I mean, it's more than you can say fucking indie. Or Alien or Terminator. Yeah, aliens. Predator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the only thing is that the first film is very different in terms of how it plays. Compared it's like to a spy. It's actual spy it's film, Way more right? spy shit. Yeah. But I would rank it. I would rank it higher than three, I think. Yeah. When... when um. Does J.B. Abrams still produce these? I can't remember. But when he like rebooted it, that's kind of when they started to make it a bit more action. Yeah. Like real action heavy. Pure action, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I'd go probably four, four, six, five, one, seven, three, two. I think is how I'd go. Uh, is four the building one in Dubai? Yeah, yep. Is it in Dubai? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four is pretty good. That That's the awesome. Jeremy Renner one, right? It is. Um, no, like it's hard to. Um, yeah, it's hard to like pick. They're because yeah, I, sure. I think they're all good. Yeah, one hundred percent. Anyway, uh, seven's pretty good. Um, I liked it. Uh, it's there's some stuff you can nitpick. I think. Uh, and yeah. I, like the villain, I don't like the villain. I, I think that the last two villains were were better for sure. Uh, and the overall thing. The overall uh, plot, the the device that they're trying to stop. From oh, it's so on brand them. right now, though. Oh, how yes. how did they, they? They did nail that. How did they pick that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it is probably the weakest version of that story that I've ever fucking seen. Um, like it is the lowest common denominator version of that fucking story so uh not as smart as it could be i think uh to mm. me but anyway so yes uh mission impossible tommy c yep he's done it again uh that's it uh let's talk about another thing you've been watching uh yeah okay let's keep the uh the thing rolling here double fine psych odyssey um i talked about this a few weeks ago it is a continuation um of a uh documentary series that double fine studios has going um the first one was called double fine adventure and and it uh, looked at uh it chronicled like a bunch of um time during the production of one of their last games uh and so this is a continuation of that that looks at the development cycle of psychonauts 2 um and it covers the span of seven years of development and uh up until uh just sort of after the release of the game and so um yeah it's 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 a very long documentary that anybody can go check out on youtube at the moment go you can go to the uh double fine um uh youtube page and there's a playlist there for it it's got all the episodes there or you can go to their website and it lists out all of um the episodes you need to watch to check this thing out there is no structured format in terms of like this this is all 30 minute documentary episodes it's kind of like a um it's all over the place. From what I understand, this was a uh, it was a Kickstarter goal for Psychonauts 2 when they originally pitched that. It was like, we're going to um, document this whole process. And I think they were released to um, patrons or, or FIG or whatever it was that they did back then. Um, I think it was released sort of over time. It wasn't the type of thing where it all came out at once. At least that's how I think it happened i could be completely wrong uh anyway the uh it's all out now available for people to check out there is a total of 32 episodes that you can go watch the runtime on this thing 
is I think I had a look before and it was like 22, 23 hours long. Um, I've kind of been watching it in between uh, like on lunch breaks or while I'm playing something I'll have it that's a bit more, uh, you know, I don't need to pay 100% attention to, just have it on the side, that sort of thing. And it basically uh, chronicles like the... Uh, the where the concept came from for for this game uh, a bit of backstory on what happened during psychonauts the original game uh how development went on that one and uh tim schaefer's sort of vision for the second one bringing a team on board to co- do uh concept and design work and then um having like two games running simultaneously in the studio or three games running simultaneously in the studio and like people coming across from different games to work on psychonauts 2 um yeah and just how the studio kind of evolves from people working on one project and then coming across to another as things start to ramp on which is generally what you see in uh, a lot of bigger studios these days you know there's multiple projects going on and not everybody's working on the same thing at the same time um yeah yeah, it's like most of the documentaries that i've watched in terms of video games um are uh like noclip does obviously a lot of stuff um theirs are quite um either they're they're spun as marketing things you know like oh hey come and look at our studio and we'll give you some fluff pieces on this thing and then there's the other side of it as to like, hey, we're looking back on this game. Um, good example is like the Half-Life uh, unreleased chapter um, that never went anywhere where it's like that's a bit more detailed and gives you like a pull behind the curtain look of decisions that were made that that meant that this thing didn't come out. Um, so it gives a little bit deeper. And then you've got stuff like the uh, Raising Kratos documentary from uh, PlayStation that they put out looking at the God of War uh, 2018 reboot, um, which sort of goes into uh, the creation of that game. It is also not too negative. There's a little bit of negativity in there, uh, like in relation to things going wrong or things not working out. But for the most part, it is quite um, used as like a marketing thing. I think at the end of the day, um, the, this double fine psycho to see it, it is basically it pulls the curtain back. Um, it doesn't pull it back all the way. There's there's definitely stuff like behind closed doors meetings that that happen that the film crew does not go into. Um, but you see like a lot of uh, things that happen behind closed doors that they then come out and talk about what happened in those closed doors, but not you know not letting them in there. Um, it goes into developers on the team talking about other developers on the team that I don't get in, along with and people uh, that are, are, are on the project at some stage that are no longer there at a certain points and because there's clashings of heads and like people yelling at each other and things like there's a lot of that in this documentary that really like they're not trying to hide any of that. Um, which is really interesting. Uh, Double Fine as a, as a philosophy has a uh, anti-crunch culture um, where that's not a thing that they want to do. Uh, and there are buddings of heads in between developers there that uh, get into it over that because 
some people want to stay back late and work on projects and get things up and running where like how do you find that balance and there's like a good discussion in there of like hey these are people that are are very passionate about what they're doing they want to stay back and work late Mm. on some of this stuff but also there's a policy of like no crunch and then how does it look on other employees who get out of their like their nine to five job and then they go home like that's um they tackle that a little bit and, and that opens up and uh there's a lot of uh backwards and forwards on that and so uh it definitely dives into a, a lot more from the other documentaries that I, i've watched um and it gives a really good insight into the the process behind um game design and, and creation of games starting from like the writing process design art um art teams and design teams butting heads over how certain things should look and work and how levels should be laid out um yeah a ton of insight into to that sort of stuff which is really fascinating and then uh yeah just a, a smaller they're obviously an indie studio that they're, they're you know they're not a um big triple a uh you know ea and so there's you know there's faces there that you see quite a lot and obviously um people that are uh, have wanted to go to double fine because it's a studio that is uh very different to other studios that are out there they're they're a smaller team and um you know you feel like you've got some sort of you you can your voice can be heard there i guess as opposed to being on a 300 person team where you're sort of just doing the thing you've been told to do yeah and so yes there is a lot of passionate people that that come out in this documentary that are like um, you know th- that are being told to do certain things that doesn't align with their beliefs and then that's where the real meat of some of these clashes come into it and so um, yeah like I said it's it's a very good pull behind the curtains thing where you see um, a game being made I guess it's it's kind of a little bit hard to di- digest because it is 22 hours but you are yeah. uh, but but at the same time it's covering seven years yep. it obviously doesn't cover everything Um but you see like a lot of how things started things that go wrong um you know there's a lot that went wrong in the production of the game from the publisher um doing dodgy things like they were originally uh, uh, published by star starberries and then like weird shit happening with that and then them slowly running out of money and then microsoft coming along and uh creative leaves leads um clashing with staff members and uh, they do this really fascinating thing where they've got like internal game jams where they just take a two-week break and they go and make um, they split off into teams and go and make a a, a game for two weeks um, and we've seen uh, in the past double fine games sort of spin off into sorry uh, it's turned have, into have been yeah. turned into stuff like that and so some of Brad Mir's stuff like um, uh, costume quest and the uh, what was the the one with the little dolls i think that oh, was a yeah the fucking nesting dolls yeah nesting dolls i think that was like a one of those um games as well and and there's and so they've actually got at one point the documentary crew uh gets involved with this process and right. like gets uh pitches an idea to tim like everybody in the studio pitches an idea and then they go and then vote on it and then that's when they go off into their teams and they spend so anyway one of the 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 production of this documentary pitches an idea they choose that person and then he gets a team uh and i'm watching this thing and i'm like 
this is a level from <laughs> Psychonauts 2. And ah. so you see this evolve from this, um, it's called Amnesia Fortnite. And they are this game that's like a cooking that game that spins off into an actual mini game within uh within psychonauts and then this uh this guy that was designing it ends up becoming like an intern at the studio and then goes from an intern to a designer on the game and so you see that like that sort of stuff evolve over the the span of um over time and i think it's uh it's yeah really interesting to see bizarre ideas sort of come and get thrown out the window and then other things that have spun off from um like game jams get turned into really good ideas in games because I, I specifically remember talking about like that level when we we talked about psychonauts 2 and being like this level's awesome it was so much fun um so anyway yeah i i definitely recommend if you've got interest in, in game design or game development to check it out um but it is long though that's the only thing it's it's not like a you know it's not a four-hour documentary it's it goes into quite a lot and there's a lot going on there um i think i suggested last time there's a there's a couple of ways you can sort of tackle this watch the first episode see if it's kind of engaging for you um that's the one where they look back at psychonauts and they do a bit of like uh you know previously on double fine um it's about the creation of that game and or there's the amnesia Fortnite episodes which are a little bit longer they're about um an hour and you probably don't need to watch those in specific orders but they're the probably two you go and check out that gives you an idea of um you know some stuff going on there which is kind of fun so yeah it's called uh psycho odyssey and it's as i said it's available on uh youtube on their double fine uh page channel check it out yeah nice cool yeah um i think it's been nominated for like a couple of emmys or something from damn what i saw recently I think, or, or at least they're trying to pitch it for Emmy nominations or something like that. Yeah, so, so any yeah. of the designers fall in love with the receptionist or anything? Um, mm, oh, actually, oh, look out! Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. If you want to watch some uh, some drama unfold mm. in a game studio drama happens things happen takes a little while to get there yeah but but when it does you're like i can't believe they're showing this shit <laughs> like holy fuck it's cool Fair that enough. it's not sanitized you know like i think a little bit it is but obviously to some extent yeah. it would always like at no good, point like, during this thing does tim schaefer i don't think he yells at anybody or, or nothing like that or right you know what i mean but it also you kind of hear stories about how he's very um you know down to earth and yeah Chill, it, it, yeah. I, yeah but also it's kind of like are they just making the people that aren't here anymore kind of look like uh, uh douchebags or you know shit but yeah or are they no longer there because they're douchebags yeah Maybe. uh yeah yeah cool nice awesome um all right well i have Magic Research on the list here. Uh, this is a game I'm not going to talk about it for ages. Uh, I always keep my eye out for whatever the new fucking incremental or idle phone game is. And uh, this one popped up uh, very highly uh, 
rated and uh, I played it for about two days and basically you've, you've got this magic school and you you do, well, I don't know, you fucking, it's very well breadcrumbed uh, in that like you've got this magic school and you can cast a couple of things and you don't really know what, uh, like your character doesn't know what's going on, but also um, you don't know, like you as the player don't know what's going on. So um, there's this there's this nice synergy between the player and player character, which I tend to like. Um, and yeah, you, you sit there like, you know, obviously at first you sort of gather mana and then you can cast a spell. Obviously. Obviously, because uh, it's magic research. Uh, and the, but the, you know, the thing you're clicking, the cookie that you're clicking is gather mana and, uh, and then you use that to cast the spell and the, the spell that you cast will get you some resources, uh, water or stone. And then, um, you turn those into passive methods for acquiring mana. Uh, and that's kind of the loop is you're attempting to, gain more mana so that you can cast more spells so you can gain more mana uh which yeah it's an idle game that's how they work right like the the number go up genre of games is basically uh what they are at their essence you click click a cookie so you can make more cookies so you can click more cookies um it's yeah it's interesting and as you go you you unlock more things you unlock the ability to research and uh you research new spells uh you get these apprentices and they'll cast spells for you so then suddenly you're doing you've got like passive spell casting so that's another added element then you discover this dungeon at the base of your school and then you sort of go go down there um and that's a that's a whole new fucking element to it where you're battling your way through this basement and suddenly you're not just casting spells to get resources but you're spending those resources to get better gear to get deeper in the basement uh to fight bigger bosses and stuff like that and you're retooling what your uh, apprentices are doing so they'll cast spells that will help you because they're technically coming with you while you're going to the basement or whatever and when you're not fighting bosses, you're sort of just idling inside the basement, trying to get resources out of the basement because there's some stuff you can only get there. And, um, like, it seems interesting, but I hit the wall about a day and a half in, and I just don't... Like, the essence of these games is that they keep on expanding to me, right? That's what keeps them interesting is that they, there's always something you haven't yet discovered. There's some new and interesting way that it's using all of this shit uh, that, that you haven't yet discovered. And when you do, there's that little fucking, oh, awesome. I could, I can do this, but it means I need to rebalance my entire economy. And that's sort of the, that's the fun part of the game to me, right? Like, uh, it's, they're, they're idle games. So you're sort of just, you know, running and running them and not paying a lot of attention except when you have to. The problem is that 
yeah, there's there's not really all that much. There's not all that much going on here uh, in my experience. I, I just felt like I'd reached either – I'd reached a significant wall that made it no longer fun to attempt to continue. Um, but – or there isn't all that much going on. And I can't tell which which one it is, but – I just found that I didn't care to find out anymore. You know, like, it's also extremely active for an idle game. Um, there's a lot of shit that you have to do uh, to keep the, all the, you know, all the plates spinning. Um, and, yeah, that's that's not really something that interests me out of an idle game anymore either. So... I just, I don't know, I just sort of fucking tapped out, but people seem to really like it. Um, yeah, maybe there is more to it, and I just bailed before it got to the really interesting part of some shit, but uh, I don't know. It, I, I think the interface on the mobile was a huge reason why I bailed as well, because it's kind of fucking dog shit. Um, it's, a, it's on PC as well, it's on Steam, uh, and... That UI looks way better. Everything's on the one screen. There's no tabs for you to fucking switch to. And that, like, it just adds extra fucking taps to every single time you tap. And when the game is just about tapping shit, right, extra taps that don't acquire anything uh, is baked in inefficiency that drives me fucking bananas. So, yeah, uh, that didn't help. So I sort of just fucking, I'm like, eh. Nah, I'm good. I'm I'm out. I, I'm gonna bail, and that's what I did. I bailed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been playing a uh, idle game as well, which popped oh, yeah. up on um, the charts called The Perfect Tower Two. All right. Um, I didn't put it on the list though because I've only played like two hours, and right. um, like you, it, it it had a tag of an idle game, and so far in that two hours, I've all I've done is engaged with it right um, yeah yeah <laughs> so it's um i don't know if it gets to a point where it's like can i just leave this thing running or yeah uh, yeah at, the, at this stage like i just wanted something that was a bit more like i click a button and i come back in a couple hours and i click another button um how hard is it to do that i don't know like can i remove this tag there needs mm. to be a limit right of like how, when does it turn into an idler yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, you've got to like actually achieve that point or it's not a fucking idle game, you know? Like, mm. Yeah, anyway. All right, um, that one's quite cheap. It's called Magic Research and it's available on Steam for $6, probably seven fifty. Yeah. Um, by the time people hear this, but you can check it out. But you were playing this on uh, mobile, right? I was, yeah. Um, I think it's free. I don't know. Yeah, like it's it, or some shit. I don't know. Well, this one says four dollars, so right. Maybe there's a free oh, version. Maybe it was four bucks. Well, there you go. No, I probably just had some fucking Google Play credit, and I just used that. Some Google coins. Google coins. Yeah. Easy, but yes. All right. Anyway, moving Magic on. Magic research. Halls uh, of torments. Halls of torment. This was also trending uh, on, Luke, uh, on Steam. Luke pings me and he's like, hey, this is the new Vampire Survivors 
like. It's uh, it's the new hotness. Uh, everyone's frothing it. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you a squeeze. Uh, I don't like it. Um, yeah, I don't get it, man. Like, it's overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Uh, yeah. And so 96% of the 3,900 reviews in the last 30 days are positive. And I just, I think, if anything, it sort of just highlights the the problem at the heart of uh, Steam's review system. Well, really. this is the, it's the Rotten Tomatoes review system. It's the exact same system. Uh, but everything, like everyone, every, like there's, but in Rotten Tomatoes, critics are actually attempting to critically analyze stuff, whereas yeah. on Steam, people are just like giving it a thumbs up and making some fucking meme jokes or some shit. Better than yeah. Diablo no, this 4. Is the, this is the Stay audience. Stay a while score. and listen. Yeah. Diablo without microtransactions. Asmon Gold made me buy this game instantly. Like, this, that's, that, that, I don't know, it just seems fucking pointless. Um, so it, it is a vampire survival game, a magic survival, or what was it, what were we going with? Bullet Heaven, a Bullet Heaven style game where you, um, you roll through these like maps and, I mean, at first, it had me actually attacking myself. Like, I had to attack, uh, which got me offside pretty fucking early. Uh, uh, but you can turn on auto attack. I don't know why it's not on by default. I don't know why you would, like, I don't know what benefit you have in not attacking at all fucking times whenever it's on fucking cooldown. But is it is it aiming? Oh. Yeah, and you got to aim as well. But I don't mind the aiming. In fact, it's aiming is probably the best addition to the to the nascent genre. Yeah, um, but yeah, like having to attack as well. That to me, that, that sort of you've missed the entire fucking point. Um, so that that I'm like, oh, all right. So I got to fucking I got to attack and. I was playing on my Steam Deck, so I'm hammering the fucking R trigger, which is, is the default button for attack on the Steam Deck. Um, and then I'm like, all right, maybe I can just hold it down. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is the point? If I'm just holding this down, there has to be an auto attack. And there is. It's just, it shows up for a fraction of a second. It tells you at, at the start of a fucking map, it'll tell you the controls and then it disappears. And if you happen to be getting attacked by skeletons while it's and trying to dodge that shit instead of reading these these details then you'll fucking you'll miss them um so yeah i uh i get the auto attack going and it's it's basically yeah okay cool it's the same as any it's like 20 minutes to dawn or um the Soulstone survivors or, or you know any of the ones where you direct the attacks yourself um plus there are some passive ones uh yeah it's it's sort of just like that but with i don't know shittier graphics i guess it's going for like a diablo one type five and that's cool i can dig that um so yeah just fucking let's do some runs and i do some runs and yeah, man, I don't get what people 
uh, loving about it because I, I'm doing these runs and all of my runs seem to be the fucking same over and over again, right? Like I've got two characters unlocked, um, the, the warrior and the archer. And I'm mostly sticking with the warrior because I'm trying to like get a, I'm like trying to get a win, right? With the, with the first character. Um, and like, there's nothing meaningfully different between the two, except for some different skills. But like when you level up, you don't like get a special power. You do your attack, right? Which as the warrior is this sword swipe that sort of like sends a little wave out and does damage and that seems powerful enough and that's cool and then uh like when you level up what you're doing is you're getting like stat boost so you get like plus five percent critical damage chance or plus ten percent overall damage or plus seven percent health or something like that right and, uh, like, what the fuck is going on there, right? Like, aren't, isn't, isn't the vampire survivors, isn't the fucking bullet heaven genre, like, about the fucking crazy ramp up of power where you just keep getting more and more fucking skills and, like, start and you, like, get fucking overwhelmingly powerful? I'm not, I'm not playing this fucking shit so I can, oh yeah, let's get 5% more fucking damage. Yeah, that's fun. No, give me some fucking skills. So you got to kill the first boss or go find the fucking skill parchment to get your fucking, your first bonus skill. But I believe they're unlocked by achievements so you've only got the first, like, there's only like three of the cunts to fucking pick from when you first start playing the game. And then unless you get achievements that unlock others, you don't fucking have access to any other, like, anymore. So I'm rolling around fucking with the same fucking skills over and over again because I haven't unlocked any different ones. So... It's not even interesting in a build capacity. I just keep building the same fucking thing. The only thing that's happening is I'm slowly learning. Oh, don't use, don't use fucking. It's got defense and it's got block, and it doesn't really fucking go into much detail as to what the fucking difference is. It vaguely explains that block does a, I believe block removes a percentage chance. No, defense defense removes a percentage of attack dealt and block. Uh, negates anything below or has a 25% chance to negate anything below. And it's like, this, why wouldn't you just play a fucking, like, why wouldn't you just play a fucking RPG? You're like, you're min-maxing your fucking tits off, doing fucking complex maths and shit in your head. Like, but what you've you've voided the need to have to get some story. You don't even void the need to get some fucking story. I went to the second map, and some and this dude is in a cage, and he says something, and I pressed OK, and it was like scrolling down at about fucking at a snail's pace, like one line every fucking hour type shit. I'm like, 
all right, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, like, press press the button, and obviously it'll just allow me to fucking read all this shit at my own leisure. No, it just skips straight through it. And this dude's, and I can't talk to him again and see it again. And I've done it a couple of other times. I found books, and then I've, I've got no fucking idea what they say. So... I don't know. I've accidentally skipped all the fucking story, but like the game doesn't want to fucking, I don't know. It's dribble feeding you this fucking story. Turns out I had to get a key for this guy and then fucking that the guy was then I could fucking, I don't know. I unlocked him back at the main base and then back at the main base, I was able to fucking, uh, I can like, send items in the well to him and then he'll make them purchasable and that appears to be the main actual like method of like like it's it's a game where it's all meta fucking progression where you're not you're the ramp of power doesn't come when you're doing the run itself where the ramp of power comes next run so you go in and you're like oh, all right so i've just found this ring that gives me plus 20% attack speed. Uh, I could equip this and like, holy fuck. Yeah, this is really cool. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm fanging now. I'm smashing shit, but it would be better for me to go and put this in the well and then I can go buy it. And then next run, I'll have this and every run after I'll have this. And it's just, it's just like, it doesn't like, I don't, I don't get, I don't understand on the, any circumstances why the fuck this is overwhelmingly positive because it's it fundamentally uh misunderstands the point of the fucking genre to me but on the other hand perhaps i fundamentally misunderstand the point of the entire fucking genre uh it is a brand new genre and the genre can do whatever it wants and I don't know. I don't fucking get Fortnite. I don't get why people want to fucking build fucking towers instead of shooting guns. So, you know, and that's the Just most popular fucking battle royale in the fucking world. So, I don't know. Whatever. Evidently, I don't get fucking games. But I know what I like and I don't like this. So, uh, yep. yeah. Yeah. All I, right. I just think, like, if you, if you want a Vampire Survivors-like game you are fucking so spoiled for choice and you've really got to think about what you want out of a vampire survivors type game. And if what you want is Diablo, but I don't know, like Diablo one, but I don't know, kind of lamer, then yeah, go for it. But if what you want, do you is, like lame games? I have one for you, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, all right. That's Halls of Torment. Hall, was that what it's called? Yeah. Yep, Halls of Torment. It. Uh, it's on Steam and early access. Uh, $6. Again, it's on sale right now. Right now. Uh, you can check that out and prove Joe Braun. Um, I don't know how you prove okay. it wrong, but you can I think they're cool. think to yourself that I'm wrong. It's no, fine. I want evidence. Show right, me fine. the evidence. Turbo Overkill. I've been playing. I talked about this last week. I've been playing more of it. Uh, I actually really fucking like this game. Um, I was getting into it last week, uh, but yeah, I've been playing the absolute fuck out of it. And uh, goddamn, this game—it smashes. Uh, it's a boomer shooter. Uh, if you didn't listen last week, it's a boomer shooter. 
uh, in the vein of um, Ultra Kill or Dusk or any of those games where it's sort of like uh, inspired by Doom, the Doom of Yore. Um, so it hasn't got the greatest graphics in the world, um, but it does have high octane action and yeah um that's yeah this this game absolutely does um this is the one where you've got a fucking chainsaw on your leg and then you get a chainsaw on your other leg and eventually get chainsaws on your arms as well and you just fucking slide through every motherfucker you can um what makes this game so fucking good is the air control and i think i said it last week i can't remember if i did but yeah you have such a crazy amount of fine air control and uh I almost regret. So eventually you get these boots that allow you to wall run. Um, not eventually, like pretty early on. Um, but you get, yeah, you can wall run. And I almost regret uh, getting them because I, like, before I had them, now, like, you can only wall run on specific walls. Um, but I was at this point where like I had gotten so good at the at the bunny hopping uh parkour in the game because you can do all kinds of like cool shit um to like to increase your mobility um you can like grenade jump with your shotgun alt fire and rocket jump and uh you do the slide uh with your chainsaws and it gives you momentum so when you hit certain bumps you can get a lot of fucking like a lot of air and so you combine all this shit into basically just like it turns uh maps into like fucking surf maps from counter-strike type shit like you're literally just trying to hit uh the ground at certain angles so that you'll bounce off it and then uh fling yourself to the next fucking point and uh yeah it's just fucking it's cool and also you know you, there's loads of blood and gore and all that kind of shit but i was literally having like just loads of fun just fucking trying to trying to get to unexpected places and i uh i was like able to get through the level where you unlock the the like wall running boots uh i circumvented 90 percent of it uh just just by doing my parkour shit and it was fucking cool as shit man uh yeah it felt really cool um and that's what made it makes the, the game fucking rock because mm. once you realize you can do that once you realize that like they like because at the same time it's not just circumventing uh where you're supposed to go you're also like finding secrets and shit like uh, uh secret tapes and these uh secret chips and they put them in really hard to reach places and challenge you to go fucking get them and you can unlock guns earlier and you get extra like zen which is your cash which you use to upgrade stuff and yeah man like you just wind up in this situation where you fucking fanging about and you're actually achieving stuff and then it occurs to you that they actually built this giant fucking level with like that kind of that style of play in mind the style of play where you are actively attempting to 
like break the limits and and get outside of the bound out of, out of bounds and stuff like and they did it on purpose it's like reminiscent of you know skull hunting in fucking halo and shit like as soon as you as soon as you make the connection that the developers are having as much fun with uh the traversal mechanics as you are and they're accounting for that play style yeah you just wind up fucking i don't know it just makes it 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 turns into a joyous experience to me um so yeah i've been yeah absolutely fucking frothing this game um it it's nearly out of early access is very close to early access like i believe the plan is the end of this month uh but uh you know plans not always yeah they don't always come to to pass um it's yeah it's a it's a fucking heap of fun though and uh also if you if you want to have a really good time with it uh the music's good uh, but because I wind up spending like an hour plus on every level, just fucking about looking for stupid shit, um, it can get a little bit repetitive. My pro tip is uh, the Matrix soundtrack. Let's turn the turn the background music off uh, and play the Matrix soundtrack or the uh, the Spawn soundtrack. Uh, both banging soundtracks that perfectly fit the theme of the game uh, with their cybernetic, uh, I don't know, metal, thrash shit. Uh, so, yeah, that's my pro tip. Either of those soundtracks in that game and, yeah, you're ready for a zen-like murdering parkour experience. Mm. This is a game where it's got overwhelmingly positive there where I fucking understand it. So that's 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 my measure. Now you understand how Job's Job views the Steam reviews situation. If it agrees with my uh my opinion, mm. then it's, a great system. it's correct. And <laughs> if it doesn't, then it's dumb and something's broken with it. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um does it have? Uh, you talked about like it's got uh, quake bugs in it, um, like yeah. strafe, strafe jumping, and yep. uh, or, or bunny hopping, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Does it have the? Um, does it have the bounce bug, the over bounce bug? Mm-mm. No, they didn't replicate that one. No, I don't think they. I don't. I don't even. I don't even think it is technically bunny hopping. I do not think I like. I'm not technically gaining speed. speed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I You're just making you, it look cool. Well, make it look cool and you travel faster in the air than you do on the ground, except when you're accelerating during your slide. So uh, there is, there, I'm sure there is, like I haven't watched any speedruns or anything, but I'm sure there are some fucking mad genius lunatic cunts who are like comboing the, spe- uh, the slide into a jump to get the maximum amount. Uh, but yeah, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that's Turbo Overkill. It's in early access. Uh, it was delayed three hours ago. Um, it was delayed three hours ago. What? Yep. Um, they put a, a thing up on their Twitter account saying it's being delayed. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. 
<laughs> and so they're aiming for mid-August, it looks oh like. Oh, my point. God. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that is gold. People still use right. Twitter. Apparently. No one told them that, like, Twitter's dead. Right. It's, um, I don't know, man. Oh, I, I don't know if it's actually still working for me. I don't really go on there much anymore. After the rate limiting? Yeah, it killed it for me. What's the fucking point? What is the fucking point? Although, I Did they get rid of it? A hundred million people signed up for threads instead of Twitter, so uh, <laughs> surely they don't have to limit the rates anymore, right? Like, yeah. Unlimited rates again for everyone, surely. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, I think we talked about it last week. Like I, I wasn't able to use that Twitter after like, I don't know, like get back from lunch and it was just fucked. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really been on it much at all. <laughs> uh, except for when I try and open, um, cause at one point they even blocked, like websites from being able to embed them the the tweets um like that api got shut off at one point and so you go to like a, a an article and i'd try and open something and it would just block it immediately and i'm like oh, okay like what's the point anymore we have to find somewhere else so uh anyway yeah they so they post this on twitter apparently no one told them and uh, yeah okay oh well, we wouldn't have um, seen if it was on threads because you can't search for shit so uh yeah yeah i don't know how I, oh because i typed in turbo overkill into uh google right and that was the first thing that came up <laughs> was their right. twitter account it's like delay nice yeah all right cool um there you go turbo overkill uh next up we got some more games from you oh yeah i keep going tfc the fertile crescent i don't know why it's called tfc the fertile crescent obviously tfc Stands for the Fertile Crescent, but uh, in my Steam library, it is called TFC, the Final Crescent. And uh, I got this... Fertile. fertile or Fertile? Does it, does it matter? Maybe. Crescent or Crescent? Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. The Fertile Crescent. The Futile Crescent. All right, that's what we're coming with it. Uh, the futile croissant. Um, so, yeah, Clubby hits me up. And he's like, hey, uh, do you want to play this game? Uh, it's got Age of Empires graphics, and it's got this co-op horde mode, and I need a co-op oh, partner. Like, I told right. him to tell you this so we could boom you. Ah, well. With a, with a, with a back, because I know I couldn't fool you twice in one week. Yep. Mm. Gotcha. Boomed. Absolutely <laughs> rinsed. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It gets me in. Uh, I load up the game. It loads in. Uh, when he, I didn't realize when he said it had Age of Empires graphics, he meant Age of Empires 1. Um, uh. But uh, it does. <laughs> it's got them Age of Empires graphics. Um, and, yeah, we, he's, like, sort of teaching me how to play as we uh as we play through it and uh like telling he's basically like before it even started he's like this is very important just keep building farms if you aren't building farms at all times your people will starve and you will lose uh like that is a straight up failure state 
you must keep building farms. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. Uh, Here is this on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get in and fucking hell, he wasn't kidding. Like, you got to fucking, you got to basically have like some, like a bunch of people building farms at all times uh, because the your town center will will just continuously pop out villages like it just does it on a timer and you can increase how many you do i cannot imagine why you would want to um but you can increase that shit and yeah uh they will like everyone will starve and like so i don't know i it's it's an interesting one in that sense you need food. Uh, everyone requires like costs food as an upkeep, um, which makes sense. Uh, but that includes all your soldiers, and uh, they also cost food to to build in the first place. And they also have like there's a population cap, so you've got to build houses as well. And like, yeah, you've got these clay pits because you need clay things to build houses and you need wood and so someone's got to be fucking getting wood and someone's got to be fucking mining the fucking ores and whatever and I'm like learning all this shit on the go uh, even while we're being attacked in this horde mode and I honestly don't really have any idea of what the fuck I'm doing uh, every couple of minutes, every three minutes or so I think it just sends new wave out to come attack us and um, starts out pretty fucking like, I don't know, low key. And then, yeah, eventually starts to get more and more fucking hectic. But like, I none of that mattered to me. None of it mattered at all because all I was concentrating on was building more fucking farms because every fucking... <laughs> like every three minutes, some fucking some green dudes show up and try to fucking attack me or Clebby, but it didn't fucking. I didn't give a shit because every two and a half minutes, I would get this big fucking warning with a countdown timer that said, "Your people are starving. Fix it before this fucking draw, like this line goes out or everyone's fucking dead." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, build farms." And Cleb's like, "I'm getting attacked." I'm like, "I don't give a shit. Everyone's starving over here." We got bigger fish to fry, or more specifically, we got no fish to fry. Um, and I realized a little bit later than I should have that I could have been like hunting animals, um, but and and maybe like uh, better resource management in that I could have like been putting up like camps, resource like drop off camps and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I was just I was constantly under the hammer trying to keep like food on the plates of my people and then like i'd get it i what was happening basically was i would like send my people over my soldiers over to go help kleb defend from a horde or i'd send them to go defend my people from a horde and they'd all get wiped out and then suddenly i'd have this huge surplus of food because suddenly none of these fucking soldiers exist because they're all fucking dead uh, and but what was happening was while they were dead, and before I'd built more, um, the town center was also building more villages, constantly building more villages, 
uh, and they were filling up the population cap. So I had fewer fucking slots for fucking soldiers. And I had, I did have this, uh, the militia so my villagers could like attack people, but they weren't very good. Um, yeah. Anyway, we lost. We got to the final wave and it actually looked like it was going to be close and then the second half of the wave revealed itself and we're like, oh, we're done. And uh, Clevy got wiped out. They destroyed his town center and he was done. I couldn't send troops over there to save him fast enough because I was under attack myself uh, and uh, take a wild swing at how I died. Starvation. Oh, yeah. I start to death. 100%. Uh, <laughs> they started destroying my farms and uh, the fucking bar comes up. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Uh, the race was on. Were they going to destroy my town center or was I going to starve to death? I start to death. Uh, and, yeah, I lost. It's an interesting game. Um, yeah, it's early access. Uh, it feels kind of – it feels very – early at the moment i don't know how much more um there is left to do um like i would like to see i guess so you go from being like sort of just a bunch of people to adopting a uh a i don't know like a fucking societal like uh, you can become the the Babylonians or something like that. I'd like to see it go one further, like one further in the tech tree or something like that. Um, I think that would be interesting. And uh, I would love for the horde mode to allow like four players, I think would be interesting, but maybe not enough resources, maybe tricky to fucking balance. But uh, yeah, in its current state, like it's it's kind of fun like it's kind of it's it's pretty hectic um obviously i wasn't uh i was very new and i didn't know a lot of what i was doing and in general i'm bad at rts's so that didn't help but um yeah like it's kind of new i don't know like i think there's something there um it's funny how i liked how at the start because uh, you get more, uh, like, the land has, like, a is, – is a shade of, of color from yellow to, like, this bluey-green. And bluey-green land yields the most food when you're making your farms. And when I started out, my farms were all, like, perfectly fucking, like – tied together and like fucking stacked on one another and like taking up exactly the perfect amount of blue and then like when i when i first got the warning that people were starving i uh, didn't i didn't stray too much although i did stop like I, I was no longer sticking just to the the green blue and i was straying into the dark green and then the second time it showed up i'm just like there's there's this like there was this patch where I had like this perfectly neat like four by four grid of farms, and then you can see where the second fucking starvation warning came out, 
because then suddenly the farms just sort of get fucking plopped wherever. I'm just like fucking plopping them wherever I fucking can as fast as I fucking can to try and get more fucking food for these motherfuckers. Uh, and yeah, that was my main takeaway from TFC, the, the futile croissant. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um, all right. Is there anything else you wanted to add onto that one? Uh, no. Uh, all right. Up. Fertile Crescent, it's um, available in early access on Steam, $11 on sale at the moment, 40% off. Good sale. Mm. Um, yeah, not a lot of uh, people playing that one yet. So maybe yeah. it'll, um, maybe you'll be the, you know, uh, you, the, a review will pop up and it'll be like, I heard Joby told me to play this. Oh, yeah. The new Asmogold. Asmogold? On the new Asmogold. Asmon Gold. Well, thank um, you, Clebby, for making me the new Asma Gold. Yeah, there you go. You can check that out. Uh, TFC, you'll probably want to type in to Steam to find that, mm. but it'll come up eventually. Uh, Battlebit Remastered is is kicking on still. Still playing the fuck out of this. Um, yeah, I uh, I've been playing a bunch of it. I hit level 70 today uh unlock the vector that thing's fucking broken uh they should nerf it into the dirt uh i would be sad uh hopefully everyone will uh get to uh use it before they do nerf it into the dirt but uh it definitely needs to be nerfed sooner rather than later it's got 40 fucking bullets uh and if you can control the fucking spray on it 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 absolutely fucking it shots bullets man like so many it'll do about 10 in the space of a fucking nanosecond and anything that is close to wherever you were pointing your fucking crosshairs is just fucking dead uh it's it's crazy if, like you know close range only it's an smg but still it's fucking ridiculous that thing's stupid um and you can get a fucking drum mag for it so you got fucking even more bullets which, good God. Anyway, uh, so yeah, been playing the the hell out of it. It's my, it's become my. I want to shoot a, um, like I want to play a multiplayer shooter game. What I used to do with uh, Hell at Loose type thing, I'll just fucking jump in and play some uh, on my own. I, you know, I'm happy. I, I'm pleased. When other people join me, but uh, I'm happy to just play on my own uh, because it's the kind of game where you don't need other people necessarily. Like uh, you don't need friends. Like I don't want to play PUBG on my own because it's you know a recipe for fucking heartache. But yeah, this one, yeah, you just fucking jump in and like at the end of the day, it's what I always talk about with these fucking games: um, context, like compartmentalization, rather compartmentalization is at the core uh, of what makes it good, right? Like uh, you can determine your own goals uh, relative to your current situation. So if I'm sitting around playing on my own, uh, I've got different goals to when I'm playing with like uh, we had, I think, I think we had seven people going all at once at one point in the Discord. Um, and that's, that's a completely, you've got completely different goals at that point. Like 
yeah, when we're playing and it's all of us fucking popping off, we're actively attempting to dictate the the course uh, of our team and we do it with fucking like regular success and generally our entire strategy is to go to the i've talked about it before the point that's just outside their uncap and cap that point because it's the first port of call for all of their fucking vehicles and most of their players and it dramatically changes the like it shifts the balance for the rest of the fucking map because our vehicles if if the other team isn't doing the same thing our vehicles then get free reign to go wherever the fuck they want on the map while their vehicles are focused on trying to stop on trying to recap e or uh or we're fucking we're rocketing the fuck out of them we had this game speaking of e i think it was on wakistan uh and we were rolling around and we're so used to just uh yeah having rockets all the time now that like i think it was jb and uh clubby were using them to just rocket snipe people which is filthy but the other team had snipers doing regular sniping uh and we had to do something about them they're they up this fucking tower and the the guys just fucking kept punting rockets into this tower and killing them and they were obviously like reviving each other and getting back up and then they just eat another fucking rocket over and over and over and it was fucking magical but then you go on the other fucking end of the spectrum and if i'm playing by myself uh i put up a clip about like a situation where i was like i just play as a sniper not because i particularly like sniping um but like i want to give all the classes a chance and uh yeah, I'm, so I'm playing as a sniper and I'm giving it a, a run and um, yeah, fucking I had like, yeah, I put up a clip where I tried to fucking shoot the this chopper pilot out of his chopper and then like the enemy all jumped out of the chopper and uh, me and this one dude like just fucking shot at each other and we were both snipers so we both only had pistols and we both fucking biffed all of our shots and uh we just sort of like agreed over voice comms to just go our separate ways which uh went pretty well that was pretty fucking funny um but like the next map uh i'm running around and like the the other team was trying to do what we do they they'd come to the point just outside our uncap the a a point i can't remember what the map was called um but i was spawning at our uncap and sniping again rolling around and uh the like the enemy kept rolling through and they had to have a spawn somewhere right but i'm i'm sniping i'm popping them i'm popping heads and uh yeah this this like guy i shoot him in the head and then about fucking 15 seconds later he shoots me in the head and then runs over over my body and like i don't know fucking 15 seconds later i do this i i do it back i get him back and then we just like this cycle goes on and anyway he gets me for like the i don't know the third third time and he runs over my body i'm like hey man where the fuck are you fucking spawning from 
You can't have a fucking rally yet. You motherfuckers can't have a rally. So where the fuck are you spawning from? Rallies are like uh, mobile spawn points. Because you can spawn on any like, hey? <laughs> OPs from... OPs, exactly, yes. Um, you can spawn on any squad member at any time as long as they're not in combat or you can spawn on a rally. But you need to use squad like points. You need to have captured uh, positions and stuff uh, to get a rally. Uh, up and this was like right at the start of the game and they they can't have had a rally at this point and uh anyway so i'm like where, yeah where the fuck are you spawning from do you have like some dude just sitting out there fucking acting as a spawn point and so uh, and he replies on voice comms he's like no mate you're fucking dead you don't get to fucking interrogate me i'll interrogate you i'm like oh yeah, no i'm not saying nothing and i fucking dead tap can't out. talk <laughs> and then off i go <laughs> So I come back 15 seconds later, pop him in the head and then run straight over to his body and like start dragging his corpse. I'm like, now you're going to fucking tell me, bitch, where, how the fuck are you spawning, motherfucker? How are you spawning? He's like, no, I'll never fucking tell you. I'll never tell you. You can't get anything out of me. And I fucking emptied my pistol into his corpse. And then he taps out. They did have a rally. I do not how they, know how they did it as, as quickly as they did, but uh, very well done. Uh, on their part i did manage to get it eventually but holy shit yeah me and this like me and, and this squad just kept going back and forth for fucking ages but it just goes back to the compartmentalization thing where yeah like literally you make you set yourself a goal my goal was to work out where the fuck they were spawning from and to do something about it uh and that was it. Like I didn't, I didn't need teammates to do that, uh, but I'd set that goal based on uh, the fact that I didn't have teammates. Or well, I guess, I guess not. Like I, I arrived at that goal because I was trying to find something to do. Um, because like earlier, like literally earlier this evening, uh, me and JB like did basically the same thing. Like this. This fucking, this bunch of snipers had this little fucking sniper's nest all the way out on this, this like little tower. And me and JB have to have fucking died. Oh, I don't know, fucking 25 to 30 times between us just trying to get to this fucking, this tower. Uh, and it didn't matter. Like the, the deaths didn't matter. I like, we both just wanted to fucking get out to this tower and dismantle whatever they had that they were spawning on. And when we fucking did it, it was fucking awesome, right? Like we, we, it felt like we'd achieved something, right? Like, because we fucking had, I mean, they had that shit on the lock. They had, and there was so fucking many of them. It was ridiculous. Uh, but we just fucking, we kept working on it and we eventually got in there and we fucking, Nate was, uh, Nate joined the cause late. Uh, and yeah, we just fucking pinged them fucking with the grenades and, every fucking explosive under the sun and eventually we got in murdered them it was rad but yeah i don't know that's that's what this game does well that's what battlefield games used to do really well allow you to compartmentalize and determine what sort of game you're going to have based on your options uh based on your situation uh and they don't anymore and now this is it this is, this is what does so yeah Battle bits the shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, um, that's Battle Bit Remastered. It's available on Steam. Uh, it's continually, continually, uh, it continues to go up on um, on Steam charts. Uh, it's slowly gaining some ground. Uh, not as much as Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver is going silly at the moment, uh, but Battle Bit is doing pretty well right now. So uh, keep an eye on it. Yeah, hell yeah. Apparently, yeah. it's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got one more game here on the list um, to talk about. One that I've been playing, Polybridge 3. We've talked about, I think, all of the other games that they've you put out. You love the Poly games. Love the Poly games. Uh, they've put out, I think, I, I don't know if the same studio did the Portal one. Um, Portal polybridge game um anyway uh it's it's a this series is a puzzle like simulation game where you are building bridges uh and generally there is vehicles or obstacles that need to cross uh the bridge and you've got certain um uh things that you need to use to construct these bridges or a certain amount of resources or limited resources or limited budget to build it uh, and the uh, the puzzle is the level itself and uh, what you need to do to accomplish that. It could be one car driving from the left to the right. It could be uh, two cars driving from the left to the right. It could be making a um, uh, a, a bridge so that a, a plane can pass under it or above it or a boat can pass under it. Um, or above it? I guess it could go yeah if it wanted underwater bridge maybe sure i know i don't think you do that uh, i don't think so anyway so it's a problem solving game you're given something you need to try and figure out the solution for uh and the good thing about the game is that they've uh slowly introduced ways that make it um uh, a bit easier to like figure out how other players have solved this um by showing you like hey here's how you've done this solution but here's how everybody else or here's a couple examples of other people that have yeah. done it and so you can it gives you a good idea of like oh i can thinking outside the box uh, um or thinking about solutions in different ways um there's often times where we talk about uh solving problems in, or solving puzzles in games and like Joe being like, I'm pretty sure that's not the way that they designed mm. to solve it. Like uh, Zelda is a good example of, of a game recently where you know, it's a game filled with puzzles and you come up with a solution of, of how to, you know, get to the end of the, the uh, I don't know, whatever it is they're doing. Um, and you're like, oh, that's definitely not the way they would had designed it to be, you know, solved and whatever. Uh, and so sometimes you can put, put together weird contraptions of bridges and then look at how other people have done it and you're like oh that's nowhere near what i've done um but it, it also gives you ideas in the future of how you could solve things and either um ways that maybe use less resources or will limit the budget that you're using because there are leaderboards and things like that as well right yeah um yeah and so basically it starts off with really simple concepts of like hey build a bridge and you've got wood and you need um, the foundation of this bridge to uh, be structured correctly. And there's a lot of physics involved in terms of like this car is going to cross. And once it puts its weight on the bridge, 
um, it needs to make sure that it can hold that weight and if it doesn't the thing will collapse and you need to start again and uh, try and make it structurally uh, intact and so it's uh, yeah it's a series of levels and trying to figure out um, how to solve the puzzle the big change that they've sort of done this time around is that previously the puzzles are pretty linear in terms of like you go from uh, one level to the next uh, now they're broken up in like hot to hubs um, in I guess themed ways and so it's no longer going from like puzzle one to puzzle two to puzzle three it's like these are grouped into uh, puzzles that are involved in this particular theme um, and then there's like I don't know maybe a dozen different hubs that you can sort of maneuver around that are that are locked um, so that are, uh, uh, some of them are locked and you've got to you know progress far enough into the game but it's not like a linear fashion of like going from one two three four five it's they're all grouped into certain areas uh, so that's something that's new there's new materials that have been added to the game uh, and just a bunch of like quality of life features that are, that are in there now that um, allow you to to fuck around in different ways so um, and it looks I guess graphically uh, much better than the, the previous titles um, I have fun with them they're they're cool little like problem solving things that like the type of game where you can fire it up and spend uh, you know 20-30 minutes bashing through a couple of levels or even just one level depending on how uh, far into the game you are and, and how uh, crazy things will get it's got a really neat um, hit, hint system in there if you do get stuck you can look at a, a selection of different like hints that it'll give you it's not necessarily just like the one sort of this is how you need to solve this there's like maybe three or four different ways that it can give you ideas of how to how to solve the problem like uh, tiers once, or just different i don't think they're tiers it's more or less you hit you can click the hint button and it'll show you like here's three solutions that you could sort of go with oh, okay. and you can click on it and it'll like map the diagram to your um your area and then you can start building around uh what it's sort of put up on the screen for you yeah right. um but the fun i think a lot of the fun of the game is coming up with a solution seeing how other people have uh solved it mm. or seeing like a leaderboard of where you rank in terms of you know the cost of the thing you've built or the uh you know whether it broke uh and it shows you like hey you are in the bottom 40 percent of people that did this or you're in the top you know uh 10% and and trying to be like oh i'm going to try and outdo that or look at how other people have structured what they've um that they've structured this solution and you know can you come up with a similar idea or or, or like combine your idea with their idea and uh refine it a little more um i think that's where like a lot of the fun of the replayability and coming back and seeing if you can outdo yourself is um yeah is a big aspect of it so uh, I don't know. It's it's a decent game. Um, it's made by a New Zealand studio, so hey, support some ANZ friends um, and check it out. That's uh, Polybridge Three. It seems to be like on a three to four year rotation cycle. These guys are popping out yep. um, the Polybridge games. I think there's like a sandbox mode in there now where you can like unlimited resources and go create your own weird uh, puzzles and things like that. So. Um, yeah it's available now it's been out for about a month just over a month uh you check it out it's on steam uh overwhelmingly positive 
as they say. 96%. Yeah. That's the number of today. You know what happens when you flip that around? Oh, shit. Yep. Illuminati. Um, Hey, speaking of leaderboards, I I got 24th on uh, yesterday's Slay the Spire leaderboard. Fucking 24th. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That is pretty good, Luke. I'm pretty fucking good at Slay the Spire. It was a good fucking game. It was a good run. I had fun. Anyway. Anyway. Yep. Cool. Polybridge. All right. That's Three. the games for this week. That's all of them. We did it. It's news time. Look out. You know what that means, Job? Uh, the news theme song. Go. Go. No, you go. Ah. Oh. There you go. That's the news theme song. Um, we did it again. Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition can move ahead as a judge in the US uh, rejects the FTC injunction. Which means um, Microsoft now has uh, six days, I think. Mm. Six days is the deadline um, for this. Uh, it also means Job owes me more ice cream. Not yet. I don't know you shit yet. <laughs> oh, you don't think I it's got six through. days? I got six days, motherfucker, <laughs> to fuck this up. Yeah, I got six days to do something to yeah. stall this out. Uh, there's a little bit more news here. After this uh, decision was made, uh, a, a, the UK regulator who previously blocked this acquisition mm. um, has now opened up uh, some discussions with Microsoft uh, and agreed to put their legal action on hold and begin negotiating a deal with them. Um, so this is a statement put out last night by the, uh, I don't know what the name of the UK regulator is. I just wrote the down that yep. uh, and so yeah this still looks like it's going through at this point um, uh, and, and we'll I'm going to I'm going to assume Microsoft's going to try and push this through as quickly as possible to get it done we'll so. see uh, I believe the bet was before the end of this year right so I, don't, I think you keep changing the rules here that is absolute garbage. I've never changed the rules. You're the one who keeps changing the rules. And that's like, why you've oh, welched on every single bet you've ever lost. I won't welch. I won't welch on this bet. I'm just saying. You're welching. I'm not welching. I'm just saying it hasn't gone through yet. You can't lock me in yet. I've got six days at least. Uh, anything could happen. Uh, smash cut to Job causes thermonuclear war just to stop. Uh, to get out of having ice cream, having to buy Luke ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, there is a discussion happening right now in the uh, the food Discord channel. We're mm. trying to figure out what ice cream Joe will be buying. Yep. Uh, Someone had suggested an ice cream cake. <laughs> Fleek, Fleek suggested an ice cream cake from uh, Cold Rock, and more guys pitched Vianetta. Have you ever had well, Vianetta? That's a good you one. Like, you like the Vianetta? Yeah. Yeah, man. I was like ice the... cream cake is amazing because you're getting ice oh, cream plus cake. For sure. I love ice cream cake, but that wasn't the fucking bet. And there's no fucking chance you're getting an ice cream cake. I'm not getting you a fucking <laughs> ice cream cake. Get the fuck out of here. What you're if a you get to have some ice cream cake? All right. Well, in that case, that's different, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, it's different. If I get to have some, then yes, ice cream cake is on. Um... Viennette is good, yeah. Uh, I always like the Sarah Lee chocolate Bavarian. I used to work years and years and years ago before I uh, met you, Luke. 
I worked at a uh, a place called Price Freeze, which was a freezer retailer. Well, like they didn't retail; they retailed it in frozen food, basically. And uh, the uh, one of the locations that I worked at was uh, joined was like shared shared its space with the Sarah Lee uh, outlet store and holy fuck like I was 18 19 and my metabolism was still good if I still were there today I would be <laughs> you would need a fucking semi trailer to transport me around I would be fat as fuck because yeah like oh yeah hey Job, this cheesecake uh, it's expiring tomorrow do you want it and I'll be like, yes, yes, I do want cheesecake. And so I was living, you know, I'd, I'd just moved out of home. And uh, mm. that was dinner. That was dinner. It was legitimately dinner. Strawberry cheesecake, chocolate Bavarian pie. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, it was not a healthy way to live, but it was a delicious way to live. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my story about ice cream cool. cake. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll probably hear more news. So this happened like, yes, last I, well, I think I woke up this morning, so it would have been last yeah. night. All this stuff happened. I woke up this morning uh, and I knew I was going to have to buy some screaming. fucking ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, for fuck's sake. I can't believe they've done this. You can't count yeah. on fucking Americans for anything, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Diablo 4 Season 1. A mm. season of the malignant starts next week, so we got a date now. Uh, we got some more details as to what that is going to be. Um, so we got a new quest line that's opening up. Um, <clears throat> obviously, seasonal characters, uh, new items, uh, legendary effects, uh, and also the uh, the 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 battle pass, the the free to play slash premium battle pass will be uh, will be in there as well. Um, so yeah, this was on a, uh, I guess a Diablo stream where they tried to, I don't know, what do you call it? Like shepherd in, they tried to hide like, oh, here's Diablo Immortal. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's, uh, let's let people know what's Diablo going on with that. Shit, yeah. And everyone was like, we don't care. No, but he cares. I did get a fucking, I got Google, I get the Google news fucking updates. Yeah. And I got one today. And Diablo's new class is a vampire. I'm like, that's for fucking Diablo Immortal, you fucking pricks. How fucking dare you? Do not fucking conflate these two things. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Did they do the uh, the new uh, vampire class is coming to Diablo dot 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 and it like just cut off? Because you can like <laughs> game that sort of stuff, right? Fucking and that, and it's like Diablo Immortal and you're like, fuck. Pricks. Um, mm. That's what I would have done. Oh, yeah. I got them. Uh, <laughs> so no, they uh, they did really uh, re release some details about Diablo Immortal, but everyone was there for Diablo Four. Um, so yeah, there's uh, the idea of these uh, seasonal contents is they'll, they'll run for about like three months, um, and they're supposed to be these like contained uh, seasons where they'll be injecting a bunch of weird mechanics in there. Um, and this very first season is going to introduce malignant hearts. And the way that these will work is that there'll be um, 
uh, elite enemies around the map where you kill them um, and they'll drop like a uh, an item and you need to use uh, another item that you've got called a cage of binding to collect these hearts um, and once you do that it'll like resurrect the enemy and like call in a bunch of other enemies come fight alongside them and then when you kill that enemy they'll actually drop the the malignant heart which will have a um basically like legendary effects attached to them uh and there'll be over 32 of them or or 32 in the game uh and there'll be these overpowered uh almost like gems so you socket them into items or gear and they'll yep. give you like another legendary type of power that's supposed to basically be ridiculous and over the top. Um, so this isn't staying in the game. It'll just be for this season. And yep. this is sort of to give people an idea of what they're sort of going for of, of like, hey, these are going to be contained like little weird things that may come into the main game at some point. But it's just another way for them to kind of, I guess, break the game and throw it weird things in there for silly things to happen during seasons. Um so they talked about that. Uh, they showed off like um, the seasonal journey, which will be coming into the game, clearing objectives, earning um, rewards through the uh, the battle pass, which is all cosmetic based. Um, so you don't have to you don't have to buy it. There'll be a free track. There'll be a premium tap track, uh, but everything is cosmetics, no powers or anything like that. Um, yeah, and they, they went into like a little bit of detail of something I guess you were concerned about, which is like renown and uh, whether or not that's going to carry over. Like, uh, alters the Lilith and the uh, discovery locations as well. Like, is the map going to be hidden again? So, no, yep. that won't be the case. Um, that'll all be there. So, yeah, they spent a bit of time like going over what's coming, um, answering some like QA stuff uh yeah I, I i think i watched most of it yeah or a decent chunk of it uh did you watch any of this or you just kind of read the the highlights i just went went through the highlights i read the official blog instead I yeah nothing yeah. yeah so it sounds like a patch will come out a couple of days before um and that's when uh people can download it uh yeah. yeah and then the season will kick off next week and we can see how much this thing breaks with these new powers <laughs> yeah 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 uh so i we'll probably talk about that in like two weeks it sounds like i don't think it'll be out by the time we um record no. next week but no anyway um i'm definitely curious to see how much changes and what else is is happening with that one uh a few other weird pieces of news here uh this I don't, it hasn't really been confirmed. There's some stuff coming out just sort of as we were recording. Uh, okay. Need Speed Most Wanted could be getting a some sort of remake, according to one of the actors from the original game who right. put up a Twitter post, and it was uh, quickly removed. Oh. Um, oh. So... Uh, what I want to know is which Need for Speed Most Wanted game is getting remade. Is it the original or is it the reboot? Ah, right. Jeez. Yeah. That's a good one. Which would you prefer? Um, Probably the, the 2015 one. The, was it, I was going to say Criterion. Was that the studio? I think it was Criterion, yeah. Yeah. Um. um yeah, right. I don't know. I the I reckon the original was better. 
if you're gonna okay. if you're gonna like yeah remaster one I don't, I don't know that that'd be the better one to do I think I don't know I don't know I mean the music licensing would be the fucking the real sticker wouldn't it that'd be the real challenge because music was I I fucking referenced one of the a fucking Need for Speed song at the start of the fucking podcast uh get low was in underground too right wasn't it i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i don't know um yeah uh says here it's the two well at least so the actress was in the 2005 version well is that right well there you go that's the old one that's the old one that's good that's cool i'm about it uh cool yeah all right. Um, nice. We'll find out more about that soon. Uh, mm. Maybe somebody posted a day early embargoes. Okay. Or maybe they weren't supposed to post at all. Uh, guess we'll find out. Uh, some more EA news. Uh, EA is, is making a Black Panther game uh, developed by a new, new studio called Cliffhanger Games. Uh, this will be headed by Kevin Stevens, who used to run Monolith Productions. So they worked on uh, Shadow of Mortal and Shadow of War which were two games we uh, very much liked. Uh, so this is separate to the Captain America Black Panther game that was announced recently. Right, um, this is different. This is different. This is a Black Panther game. This is... Right, pure, yeah, right. Just Black Panther. Um, what we know here from... Uh, this is coming from Marvel.com. It says here... Uh, it's an original third-person single-player Black Panther game. EA is... This is me talking now. EA is <laughs> back on the single-player uh, after the success of multiple games now where they ha- have said that single-player games are dead. They're like, we fucked up. Turns nope. out people like single-player games. Um, <laughs> nobody likes the shitty Battlefield games we're making anymore. Uh, well, that just that one. Uh, and so, yeah, this is um, all we really know about it. It sounds like it's probably in pretty early development. Um, but, I yeah, we got to wait and see, I guess. Um, Sony is working on a couple of Marvel games. Obviously, Spider-Man 2 is out this year. They're working on a, a Wolverine game. Um, and so now it's allowing, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple more Marvel games that are coming up. We don't know really how deep, like, Marvel games is actually, like, steering all of this stuff. Um, yep. Or whether or not this will just be a, uh, you know, an EA joint. Uh, it could be not so great. But hopefully, judging by what they've done with, with Survivor, um, it could be promising. Because uh, yeah, they're true. obviously taking some of those... A little more seriously now so yeah uh would were you are you interested in a black panther game or would you go somewhere else um i think i think black panther's got some pretty good video game potential uh like from a mobility and combat perspective i could see something along the lines of jedi survivor working pretty well you know like uh and wakanda's got uh, I reckon would have some really interesting locations uh, to go to and yeah, like uh, ac- uh, yeah, access to some really cool tech and stuff. So yeah, I think Black Panther would be more interesting to me than a Captain America one, which uh, I don't know, for some reason seems like it'd be more of a, 
linear set piece a which I have found myself less and less interested on in these days. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't get the, this is like a separate game to the other one. Cause now like, weird, are yeah. they, are they connected in any way? Is it the same? You got to assume it's the same characters, right? Unless they're two different black Panthers. Um, and then are they, yeah, are they tied in any way? Uh, is the combat going to be the same or is one of them like a different, um, like genre? I, I, I don't know. It, that's, that's a little bit bizarre to me. Mm. Um, and then the other thing is like, is Insomniac going to sort of eat their lunch with this Wolverine game as well? Cause yeah. the combat I guess is, um, maybe a little bit similar. You got a guy that, that slashes at things and then you've got someone else who True. who slashes at things and so i don't know we'll, we'll have to wait and see but uh hopefully if we get the same sort of detail that um spider marvel spider-man has had and also uh the guardians of the galaxy game i thought it was really good as well um yeah if we get that sort of like handcrafted level of detail uh yeah i think that it should be promising. So we'll yeah. have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, okay. And this last story is bizarre. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of details that came out about that. Uh, particularly, uh, you can have sex with a druid um, while they are a, a bear. That's it. And this got people pumped, like super pumped. People are in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the number one. It jumped up on the Steam charts. Yep. After this bear thing. <laughs> People are like, finally. Finally, a video game is catering to my specific kink. Uh, having sex with a bear. Yeah. Um, I, it's weird. Anyway, uh, are you going to play this? this game i want to play Baldur's gate 3 and for some reason recently i've found myself wanting to play it more uh mm. i can't put my finger quite what on what it is but no um like yeah i i, I want to play Baldur's gate 3 uh it sounds intimidating in terms of its fucking size uh that's yeah. for sure and uh so that's going to be a fucking tricky one right like uh it's coming out fucking... Three weeks. Huh? It's coming out in three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah, they moved the release date. Did they? Yep. Well, shit. They tried... They, they got out of the way of Starfield. Smart. Because that was... <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking. I'm like... It's, it's way too close. Um, they moved the PC launch up and they left the PlayStation version to fight Starfield. Yeah, right. Which is the 6th of September. That's brutal. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah. Good luck with that one. Um, I like Divinity and Divinity 2. So, uh, yeah. Like, I think Larian are pretty good at the fucking, uh, these RPGs. RPGs. Yeah. yeah. These like hardcore RPGs. RPGs. Yeah. Classic yeah. RPGs. Um, so, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in. I'm gonna get a mm. fucking a run if I can, especially if yeah. it's if it's out of the way of Starfield. 
I mean, it's slightly out of the way. August, if you're going to release a game like that, that's probably the perfect time to do it. Start oh, of August. Sure. It's, oh, it's yeah. pretty slow um, during that time. Uh, and that gives them like a couple of weeks to really have people chew on it as opposed to if they drop that thing. Or I mean, they still are going up against Starfield on, on the 6th of September on yeah. consoles. Um, but like it would just get, I feel like it get lost around yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, everything's going to get lost. Yeah, especially when you lead into October is nuts as well right now. October's getting stacked. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, like, Alan Wake is still... There's, like... Isn't there, like, two game, two big games coming out, like, October 20 at this point? Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. it's it's, it's going to be a, a clusterfuck, basically. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like fucking Spider Man 2 and what's the other one? There's a Mario game coming out now, isn't there? Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah. Yeah, that's that um that two D game. Two point five D game. Scrolling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it looks it actually looks pretty cool. Um <laughs> so yeah, October stacked. Uh smart move to move out of August and uh you can have sex with bears, apparently. Well not not bears, they're they're druids, so Right, when six hundred year old druids in the body of an underage bear. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So the, All, the fortuners are about it. Right, that's the news. The, the other thing I didn't put in here because I wasn't sure I was going to show up in questions. Um, apparently, this uh, one dollar deal uh, for Game Pass is back in some form. Um, uh. So they've brought this back. There's some. Uh, there's some. I don't know. Weird rules around it i've i've and I've, I've not really been able to get a grasp of how exactly it works some people have said you need to be a new subscriber or, or have, have like no ultimate on your account to get it to work um other people haven't said anything at all about it so i'm still trying to figure out that one uh but the deal is back um and it's only it's like a two to three ratio so it's like you start, you can max you can get out of it is like two years out of the three years so before right. it used to be like one to one ratio um so I, i'm sort of if, if people want to go test that one out feel free to do it but they've uh they've brought the one dollar deal back cool. in some weird mangled form you know uh, this is microsoft on game pass if, I, if yep. I didn't say that you didn't but yeah people knew what i was talking about though they knew uh they so know what the $1 there you go deal is. do we yeah what else is it nuggets Probably not. No. Probably not. All right. Are we got any uh, questions this week? No questions. That's okay. Um, anything you want to plug? Give a shout out to you've been working on or anything cool you've seen? Uh, no. Don't no, go... Nothing. nothing. Don't go watch uh, um, Fallout. Mission Impossible 4. Go watch that one. Go watch that one. Yeah. yeah. Don't watch number two. Watch the others before you see the latest one in the cinema. In the cinema. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. What do you got, Luke? I got a shout out to Amazon for getting me deals this week. Oh, did you, did you get anything? I pulled the trigger on a SSD. You grabbed uh, one of the fucking 980s? The Samsung 980s? or? Um, I think so. Or the 970s. I, think the I got 90s. a four terabyte. One oh yesterday. right you got the fucking traditional SSD not the M2 no 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 I've already got an M2 on my computer 
Yeah, but fucking, you could have, what about two M2s? No, because the you problem with the M2 drives is they take PCI slots and I don't want to be doing that. And they take PCI bandwidth as well. Uh, the reason yeah. I didn't jump on, I was, I, I had it, I had two in my cart and uh, I did not pull the trigger because, uh, yeah, I don't have the fucking, I've got a bodge job B550 hmm. motherboard and so I would not be getting anywhere near the bandwidth. Uh, it wouldn't be running as fast as it, as I would like it. I've already got a Gen 4 M2 drive. So, yeah, I held off. I was good, but shit, it was close. It was touch and go. That and uh, there's some there's some good looking Lego. There's some good looking Lego. Oh, I haven't looked at any of that oh, yet. Oh, shit. Saw the aluminum Falcon going for $999. Yeah. That's a pretty good price for the aluminum Falcon. Mm. No, I um, because I was looking at, at at SSDs within the last couple of weeks because my because uh, one of them is like absolutely cooked. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not an SSD; it's just a normal, oh yeah, older hard drive that's still in my computer. Platter. that's like three terabytes Fatty. or something. Yeah, right. yeah, um, which is like completely cooked at this point, and so I, I've been wanting to replace it, but uh, we bought a house, and so I'm, I'm poor. Mm. Um. But yeah, it came up in like, hey, this is on sale now. I think that was yesterday or whenever the deals went up. So yeah. I was like, may as well pull the trigger on that thing. Big so I've uh, yeah, I've got that coming through. I saw the they're doing some um, yeah those, those 980s. Mm. Uh, you can chuck them into your PlayStation as well. I, I got yeah. one of them. I think the last lot of sales, I, I, I grabbed a um, an SSD to chuck yep. in the PlayStation. So nice. uh, there's some good deals there. Amazon sometimes do some good things, but mostly they just run by dickhead. That's all. That's a problem. That's what it is. Yeah, their service is good. They just run yeah. by fucking fuckwit. Um, yeah. So exactly. yeah, I will check out the uh, the Lego at some point. I've not built Lego in a while. Although Ooh. I don't really have anywhere to... There's some space. I guess we could fit somewhere. Yeah, um, some space. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That is the uh, the plug section. Um, yep. Go check out uh, Double Fine Psych Odyssey. Uh, I recommend it if you were looking nice. something to watch. Uh, okay, there you go. That's the podcast for this week. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, anywhere you get your podcast from. You can search for The Gap or The GA Podcast. You can rate and review. The show helps other people find us on those platforms. Um, if you want, you can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, talk about all sorts of things, uh, whatever's going on in the world, uh, video games, movies, books, TV shows, uh, food, um, Fleek. I think it was Fleek that put in a... No, it was Morkai, right? Or fleek. What, Fuck, I can't what, remember. Put in a, a recipe for uh, tiramisu. Oh, I think that was. A I'm fleek. checking now. Yeah. It was yep. fleek. Uh, I made some. It was very yeah. good. Nice. Yep. Uh, he put oh, up yeah, a recipe uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon. I was in my fridge by like seven. I ah. was like, I'm gonna make some of this. Nice. So well we're together. Uh, you can you can do all sorts of things in that that Discord channel. Um, so yes, go check that out. We play video games as well in there. We do. We. 
the yeah. royal we. <laughs> oh, I do. I just not I'm playing the same ones you are. No. Yep. No. Yeah, I, I did see, see you guys playing playing uh, PUBG last night, but uh, I needed to we play something you. that wasn't that wasn't that we we hadn't played before because <laughs> I had nothing in my games list. Uh, yep, 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 yep. I was yep. like, I got to play something. Um, Unbelievable. We got ripped off. Yeah. So you can jump in that Discord page. Um, you, can, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our past episodes of the show, our social media pages, as long as they're still around. Um, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help this show, get to patreon.com slash thegapodcast and become a recurring member. And thank you to everyone that does that. Thank you so much. The bills. Um, all right. Well, there you go, Joe. That's the podcast this week. Um, six six nine. So how we do it? We got the bear sex in there. Well, yep, yep. Didn't talk about any sex games, sadly. No, but uh, Baldur's Gate pulled through for us. So we'll do maybe six hundred and ninety. We can try again. Try and we can try again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next week I do have. I'm pretty sure. Let me check. I think next week uh, I've got some embargoed stuff I can talk about. So okay, some, some spicy new games. Well done. Um, and yeah, we're... Uh, oh, I've played we're more Battlebit. More Battlebit. There you go. Um, otherwise, it's a lot... Uh, you know, we get, we're getting there. We're halfway, more than halfway through the year. And uh, every week, it seems like at this point, new games are slotting in towards the end of the year. And it's looking busier and busier, so... Um, oh yeah. yeah it seemed like it's a really good year this year like there's some uh there's some some rumors flying around about uh that red dead remaster Ooh. i think we talked about that last week right yeah i think so pretty sure or maybe we didn't <laughs> i'm maybe looking not. at the new section it wasn't maybe in that. Not on the podcast no i think we just fucking talk about it i don't know yeah potentially anyway um hey i'd play a red dead meat remaster Fuck or yes, remake me too. sorry yep, yep. Uh, supposedly either. a remake either i don't give a shit whatever yeah I'll, I'll do Look it. it Where do I veins. sign? Yeah. God damn. I'm ready. Mm. I'm, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back next week. Love you. Bye. Oh, stay safe.